0: Well, hello again, everybody. This is Reggie Brock uh, bringing you our latest and greatest episode of our podcast, Live Exposed. And today I am thrilled to death to have Mark O'Dare with me. Uh, don't know Mark that well. We've had one call together, but instantly I was kind of attracted to him and, and their organization. And, and I mean that in a, a, you know, a very respectful manner. I just, I saw a lot of things. I heard a lot of things. I wanted to know more. And so, Mark, as you can see, this podcast is not the highest level of production you're going to get. I mean, I look at behind you. You got that great Rebus sign, your gears all buttoned down your hat's there, you're all fit. And then you look at me, I got a Thomas Kincaid hide behind me. And I'm talking out of earbuds. I don't know if you realize you were lowering yourself to this standard or not. Beautiful, brother. Uh, all your the good part is about to come from your from your voice. So, we're good. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And it's an honor and a privilege to have you today. You know, um, I would just like for us to talk about some things we've talked about before that I think can do one thing more importantly than anything else and that's caused people to lean forward into their future it's caused them to really gather themselves and realize there is better out of my life than i'm experiencing right now and hopefully we can give them some tools and you can share with them some things today that's going to help them do that but kind of before we get started with that why don't you take just a minute and talk about kind of who you are where you've come from kind of where things are currently today and where you guys you personally and the company is is headed in the future so kind of start talking to us a little bit about your background absolutely hundred percent man I'm
1: uh, I come back actually from a, a college education background I, I uh, want to teach as a profession so I graduated Coastal Carolina University in education I actually taught high school as a 22 year old for about uh, a year and a half so 22 year old teaching 17 18 year olds, sometimes 16 year olds yeah. uh, that, that was pretty interesting but Um, That's where I get the passion to teach, that's where I get the passion to influence. We talked before about influence, and um, I've always had that knack, I've always had that niche to hopefully influence people that are near me. Um, I have recently over the last, when I say recently, maybe 10 to 15 years, have really had the passion, which I see out of you, to influence people in a positive manner and to avoid some of the mistakes that I've made, Um, I call them crumbs Uh, from Matthew McConaughey. 15 years ago and I've kept it in my life, crumbs, like decisions I made that uh, affect me in the future, right? So I've tried to limit those and but, uh, yeah, that's my passion, man. I try to educate, yeah. that's Riva Impact's passion. Uh, Riva Impact's passion is trying to get other companies to avoid all the mistakes we made over at Monarch Roofing. Right yeah. now, sees Monarch Roofing as this 50, 60 million dollar conglomerate, but I was there when I saw all the mistakes and the errors we were making at the beginning stages. And uh, that's one of my
0: big passions as well, is try to get, companies to avoid those so what's the big deal about influence today i mean when you hear inference because we hear it all the time and both of you and i know some guys in our space that are really really influential but what frightens me a little bit is that we've over focused on getting eyeballs on us and not really focused on when those eyeballs are put on us how can we impact them in a positive manner have you balanced that
1: Man, that's that's a great question. And influence, like you said, has been thrown around a lot, right? Influence. I think it starts becoming a negative. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be an influencer because you know you, yeah. you think automatically now social media has came around. I think 15, 20 years ago, I don't know if you probably heard influencer. You probably it was a positive remark, right? Yeah. I feel like it's a a judged uh, position. People start judging that influence, right? Or uh, man, he's not as influential as people think or whatnot. But I think of it as uh, getting somebody to follow you in a positive manner, right? I think all positive. And I think our industry, by the way, in the last five years has had a ton of positive influencers, yeah. but um, persuasion, influence. Uh, I just think success leaves clues. And if I could have success and leave clues to others for them to avoid mistakes that I've had or had some had some success, um, I think that's where I'm, I'm really most passionate about. So you talk
0: a lot about, you know, helping, coaching, leading, influencing people, you know, I think one of the struggles that maybe you've run into that I know I have is sometimes wanting things more for people than they want for themselves. What do you think are the real ingredients that are required, not suggested, but required to get from this place that I'm at to where I know or should I want to be? And we've talked about it before, right? We talked about it before and it's actually something that you could probably help me
1: with um, is, um, wanting it, How do I deal with the anxiety of wanting it more than the people that have come to me want it, right? Or or, or how can I let them know that there's no easy button yeah. and it takes discipline? And I what we try to do and what I try to do, especially when I'm working very close-handed one-on-one with salesmen or other companies, is I try to create disciplines that they can follow, mm-hmm. small little disciplines, small little habits. Habits was my word of the year this year, 2023. I wanted to form more good habits and be mm-hmm. their slave like that's my focus right now is form good habits become their slave not how you feel just become their slave cuz i got to get better at that right and yeah. you know it's it's a, always a learning curve so what i've what i've helped others do is maybe just do it a little incremental Right, incremental habits. Like let's form habits, and um, you're going to miss those habits uh, one or two days, right? But you know, after two days, now you're starting to form other habits. So don't more miss more than two days, right? There's a, a yeah. simple rule there. But habits, habits, and disciplines. Forget the motivation. I made yeah. many mistakes. I've really pushed motivation years ago. Want to be motivated? I love the motivational video videos, but. What that is, is just a spark, right? it's a little yeah. spark plug to to get it going. And then that discipline should take over. So I'm really passionate about discipline over the last five to seven years. Um, and it's oh man, it's
0: worked wonders for me. Well, and here's where the crowd shrinks to me. When you start talking about discipline and you start talking about accountability and you start talking about, you know, work, you know, you, the, the bulk of the room wants to check out because and you said something earlier and I believe this. I cannot want more out of somebody than they want for themselves, no matter how hard I try. And so I think your strategy of one step at a time is like critical because, you know, I, I, I go into rooms, you go into rooms and we talk to people and people are provoked, right? And that's a gifting to me. I think that being able to provoke people to take a look at maybe what part of the engine is not running on full cylinder is a gift, but if you don't take what's been provoked in you, put your hand in the plow and start working to get by it, it's just been like a candy or sugar rush. I mean, it's like I walk in and people are like, oh my God, that was so good. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do about it? How, I mean, what is it? What provoking has happened that's caused you to want to start taking these incremental steps? Because most of the things, Mark, I think you would agree with me, that are deeply embedded in people that are really, really hard for them to overcome, has taken years to get to that point i mean there's deep root systems in people and sometimes people want to change the fruit the fact of the matter is until the root is dealt with fruit stays the same i know you believe that and you practice that but have you found that to be the case with folks yeah and it's through error and man i wish i always knew that (laughs) my whole life right i know and I, i wish i
1: knew that um you know the things that you do are always going to come back to you no matter what and I think, yeah. I think we mentioned it earlier reggie I think um and I've been victim to this as well is is that we always seem to want to change when a tragic event happens or something catastrophic oh, happens when I really think that we need to look back and man I wish I, I was better at this I really was I really do um I wish gratitude can take over for others like we all no matter what everyone watching this there's always something to be grateful for and you know th- that's another word that's out there but it just seems to be grazed over and not really i, I focus on gratitude gratitude gratitude, gratitude. Yeah. um and that you know usually helps me get out of any negative thoughts that i have or any bad behaviors that i i start that start popping into my mind but yeah man you hit it on the head well, sure well-
0: One of the things that I want to help people, and I think you guys do the same thing, is I want to redeem your time. Why in the heck would you want to get into a ditch I've already got out of? Like if I can help you and you can hear me and you can receive what I'm saying, or people can hear you with the mistakes that you've made or that I have made, or the wrong turns (laughs) that we have all made. And if, people can be open and see and to hear from us how not to, why would you not? So a part of what I'm doing and I know y'all are doing and you personally in particular is helping people avoid places we have been so they don't have to experience the heartache and the anguish that I have experienced and see to me that is a powerful opportunity for people to interact with mentors and people who have, have experience and are willing to share that. Um, so is that kind of what y'all do at Reva? Talk to me a little bit about your current situation, what you guys are doing here and what impact it's having on people.
1: Yeah, we do it in the business side, business roofing side, but you know, my, my big passion is personal development and my big passion is trying to get other salesmen to avoid the mistakes I made as a salesman. Yeah. Reggie, I don't know if you notice in 2018, I sold over $5 million worth of roofs, one year. Yeah. Wow. It was five, yeah, about $5.4 million worth of roofs. And you would think from a 10,000 foot view that I would be probably be the happiest guy in the world. It was the most miserable year of my life and mm-hmm. I had more money obviously the money was obviously there right after selling that much. Yeah. What I did was I allowed all those crumbs, the decisions I was making daily build up and I was only focusing on my job. Right. Whereas Jim Rohn, that's why where it keeps hitting me, Jim Rohn, work harder on yourself and your job. I completely forgot about myself. I completely forgot about my relationships. I completely forgot about my core values of knowing that, hey, you're doing this right now, but you know that you're not going to get caught right now. Mm. Do you know in a year what's going to happen? So what happened was that year went by. If I had my bank account was full, my heart was empty. I got out of the industry. (laughs) I was that's gone great. i had to get out i told my best friend martin Pettigrew. um after many years of working with him i said man i got i gotta get out i'm taking for my mental health um it's not your fault <laughs> it's not your company's fault it's not monarch's fault it's me man and it was the hardest thing i ever did and that's when i came back and after seven months of really digesting and really putting on paper all the mistakes i made i said you know what man? i have to go redeem myself and i want to do it Not in the sales way. I did come back and sell just to get back on the pace, but I wanted to come back and impact other people because I know that if it happened to me, it's got to happen to other people. Yeah. yeah. Again, I I don't know how, and I'm working on this, and maybe you can help me along the way. Is how can I get people to understand that their decisions are going to affect them without having them make the bad decisions?
0: Yeah. uh, well, sometimes some some opportunities you give people they're just they'd rather run into a wall bang their head and hurt themselves so they're going to just do that but there is a select audience out there who have open ears and I think it's a spiritual issue as well to where they're uh, they're trying to tune in to what can I do so that I don't have these ongoing perpetual challenges here's what I know our personal development has everything to do with our professional advancement. If we grow professionally, there's a symbiotic relationship between our personal growth and our professional advancement. Mark, if you neglect one, the other will suffer. And so what happens is we get in this mode of running hard, trying to develop our professional skills and we just hit these ceilings and we don't know why. And I have found the reason, the why is, I have neglected personal growth and development. I've not prioritized it. And if you're listening to this podcast today and you feel like maybe you've tapped out, I mean, like you burnt like you were after, I mean, you sell five point, how in the heck can you sell dollars uh, $5.4 million of roofing and still feel like something's missing? Because it's not 5.4 million you sold that was gonna fill what you needed in your life that's where we've got to help people focus your longings and deep inside of you that are not being fulfilled have zero to do with how much you can sell how well you can perform it has everything to do with your growth internally agreed 100 percent, and that's what i made the
1: mistake of i thought that if i was going to make a ton of money and i was successful in my career that it would all cut it all work out and i realized very quickly that everything affects everything else yeah even if i was the best salesman and uh, roofing salesman in myrtle beach south carolina at that time if i was a shitty excuse my language about the yep. shitty boyfriend um if i was uh not going to the gym if I was eating unhealthy, if I was not spiritually sound, like health, right? Mind, body, spirit. Um, I, I it wasn't worth it to me, and I, right. I I learned that the hard way. Um, all my life as a teacher, right? I grew up as a teacher, you know, teaching, you don't make yeah. money, right? So, my after that, my whole goal is make money, make money, I'll be happy, make money, I'll also be happy. And I eliminated the four other things that I, uh, is success to me fatherhood, family, health. Okay. And then friendships, right? Yep. Yeah. You call know me friendship friends I had
0: that year. Not many. Right. Well, I, I think you can have both. You know, I think we can have $5.4 million years and still have leveled balance relationships that matter. You do not have to sacrifice one for the other. So I think when you guys come in and start talking to the personal side of people and helping them to prioritize that, business then and the structure of the business and the flow of business becomes more organic have you seen that 100 man and yeah and actually i came back and you know i don't want to and it's
1: not nothing to do with uh posting or anything but since yeah. i came back we've had a monarch roofing alone and you know i've been very involved with Monarch grouping, they're one of our clients and and riva riva's uh mark is a client of riva we've had three salesmen over $5 million, and I've been able to coach them to be able to also worry about the other critical areas of life, and that has even... Boosted my passion yeah because I said, and and you should see me with these guys, man. That was last year we had a six point four million dollar salesman and we had a five point seven million dollar salesman. Every other week I'm going to, them, I'm going, are you okay? Hey, tell me about your family. Hey, tell me about your house You been to the gym today? And I, was just like, hey, <laughs> I know I went through your training. I'm good. I have all my, I have a check sheet. I have all my checks here. I'm really good. And like that is what is really it got me, you know, fired up. As you can probably tell, <laughs> there's
0: a there's a principle there. You see whether you learned to celebrate past your 5.4 million and so when you i call it the poor factor p-o-u-r how can i pour into other people that give them an advantage and create advancement for them without it looking like i need something out of it and so just hearing you talk about not just the five point you sold but being able to come back fresh and new and different priorities and then being able to see three other guys get to that level had to be beyond exciting. It's unbelievable, man. It's really what
1: fashioned my, uh, it's really what fired us at uh, uh, Riva,
0: right? Because it,
1: it, it three years ago, were not new. A lot of people think it's new. Uh, well, you know, a couple of years now, but Riva's probably about four years old. Ever since I came back, we it just was a different name. We were Monarch Brands, it was yeah. called. Right? so Monarch Brands was like, you know, but unfortunately we had to drop the Monarch name because, you know, people just, you know, used Monarch and what we were doing, I think we were just a roofing company. So we, yeah. we found we went with Riva, which is a guiding star. Um, that's where, that's why, how we picked the oh, name. Okay. So um, yeah, it it was, it's, it's why I'm so fired up and it's why I'm always learning because I know I got to get better. And, and the crazy part is in Monarch Grouping right now, we have a guy that's on pace for $9 million. A system. We have inside sales, outside sales. Um, and it's part of the system we teach at Reva. It's not, you know, it's not for everybody. Reggie, right up front, right? It's not for everybody. But one thing that I take very near and dear to my heart, part of it is mindset and personal development. I don't make it everything. I think there's, uh, I think there's so much room for guys like you to come in and join organizations like reba as a, as yeah. a, as a collab because there's yeah. so much of that and it's so dear near and, and dear to our hearts but we really need to focus on the roofing business side right martin needs to focus on the executive i need to focus on sales yeah sales is so close to personal development it's so linked right it's just disguised um so but you've just
0: experienced it the whole picture having a great roofing system and a program and training and development, but then you come back having experienced some personal loss and learning from it and then being able to, maybe though you don't have to have the time for it, being able to see how important that piece is to the overall holistic life of that roofing company and and the people running it is like incredibly important to be able to deliver. And so to your point, That's where my heart is right now, is how do I find people like Reva? How do I find people like Martin and Mark who are really maybe, hey, look, man, we don't have, we can't do everything and be everything to everybody. How do we partner together, collaborate together to be able to pitch this holistic of you to owners and to people uh, that can help them have the same experience that you and now these other three guys have? To me, that's the trifecta.
1: And if you truly care about the industry, like a lot of influencers out there say, yeah, would have no problem collabing. They would have no problem joining people together to make a final outcome. Right. That's why, you know, Riva and, you know, our motto is don't compete, dominate. Like we're not yeah. competing with anybody out there. All right. It's, man, if we can all come together and dominate, and we truly feel that. And I think a lot of influencers out there, a lot of people in our industry also feel that. But I also see on other sides of the spectrum yeah. that you know that uh i think you're competing a little bit and it's okay right like it's okay that they are but um i do rather just joined forces we've joined forces with adam sands yes yeah. with dimitri many times mm. patrick Carr works with a lot of our clients so yeah. we've joined forces and not worried about competing uh we just want to dominate we want to make sure that people are knowing that everything affects everything if Don't
0: the if, if you can find alignment and the alignment speaks to let's help as many people as we can fill the gaps in their life as much as possible it takes us from being competitors to being (laughs) co-laborers you know we labor together for the common cause how do we find gaps in people's lives and listen if you're listening to this podcast today that's what this the importance of this is the message that you need to hear this is an opportunity for you to become aware and awoken to the fact that there's probably issues in your life that you're not paying any attention to and bringing folks in to help you manage that and to be accountable to that is critical to your ongoing success i stood up on a stage at src this last year and i had every coach in the room stand like i i I mean this was before i left beacon and you know, so I felt a little safer, right? And so I get up and I'm like, all you coaches stand up. And they just reluctantly started standing up. And I'm like, when you understand this that I'm about to share with you, I don't share with the audience today. Look, there is a word that's called Metron. The word Metron means your portion, your allotment, your gifting, and your influence. And I was speaking to these guys at the conference, like nobody else was there. And I said to them, I'm like, you are uniquely built with specific DNA. And when you start declaring your uniqueness, you will draw the crowd that belongs to you. (laughs) Think about that. When I open my mouth and I determine this is my calling, my purpose, my DNA, this is the oil that comes out from me that's going to bless other people and enable other people I stopped thinking about what oil you had and who you attracted, because what you have, I don't have. And as a result, you're gonna reach people I don't. Let us together share, spread, open ourselves up so that together we can help influence people and come as co-laborers as opposed to competitors. And when I said that you would have thought I mean, I, I had to almost walk up to the audience and help them close their mouths because they're like, they came up to me afterwards, like never thought about that. Right. So we're not looking to create more competitors. We're looking to create some co-laborers how, that can help other people around. How you like them apples? And everything will work itself out after that, brother. Everything That's right. Will work itself out after that, whatever it's financially
1: or whatever yeah. you know, the status you're trying to get to. And it, when you say this, when you say this is. Oh my gosh, it's brilliant! It, it makes me think of ego, right? And, and ego—you, you—in order to accept what you just said, you have to put your ego to a side and understand that you're not the one-all-be-all, right? We talk about, man, John Sennett, one of my near and dear friends in the industry, and he has a niche and he's so yeah. good at that niche. He would—I will never have that. I don't attain to have that. We have our niche, so when we join forces, it's man—it gives that that client or it gives that business owner so much value, true value. Um, now, one big thing I do want to kind of mention as you mentioned this is, I, I do think that the values have to align. And I do Absolutely. want to focus the podcast, I, I, Reva Impact, myself and, and Martin, we, we don't align with many people out there. It does not mean that we are judging them, it does not mean that we don't think that they have value. No. But we just find it we need to make sure that we are aligned exactly to be able to give a good product out there, right? Yeah. than just, saying, oh, you have uh, 2 million followers? Yeah, let's work with you. Uh, yeah. you you're a very popular industry, let's work with you. we rather work with people that we're aligned with uh, because
0: we know it works out a, a lot more in the end. And I spent, I've watched y'all from a distance, but I spent 30 minutes on the phone with you and Martin the other day and I'm like, these guys are, we're aligned. And I don't know what that means beyond that. I think, I mean, there's some things that I, I, I've thought about, but at the end of the day, what I'm, I, it's not like we can collaborate together for other people, but y'all have already provided value to me now knowing you and hearing you, because once you get to know somebody, you listen to them differently. <laughs> I mean, things that come out of their mouth, just have a little bit more meaning to them. And so, dude, I'm excited about good hearted people doing the right thing together, individually and together to help really uh bring nourishment and help to people in their lives, whether it's personally or professionally. So they can become more holistic and live life fully and live their life on purpose. And I know that's what y'all are doing. And and, and I'm so excited. You hit it on the head, man. I think if you go back
1: to our past clients, that's exactly what they're gonna say. And we have fun. Yeah, we can have fun with yep. it too. That's the best part about it. I yep. think we, we can ha- we can have fun. We can we can uh, joke yep. around. We can uh, you know uh, ha- have a light sided part of it. But yep. we're really all business when it gets down into the nitty gritty. But um, man, we love to have fun with the best of them too.
0: So I want to ask you two before we close down today. I want to ask you about two more things that I think are really really important. I'm 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 concerned about what I call an identity crisis in our industry, and I think it's far greater than our industry. I think. People are struggling today really accepting their own identity, people really understanding their identity, how their identity is not just established, but how my identity, if it's not what I am really wanting it to be, how do those things change? So to me, there are really two things that establish that are fundamental to identity. The first is really our story, our narrative that, listen, that we tell ourselves Not listen, I'm not talking about what other people think about me. I'm not talking about what other people say about me. I'm not talking about what other people feel about me. I'm talking about my identity is established and rooted in the narrative I give myself. That's the first thing. And then the second thing to me is what standards or commitments am I willing to take hold of and to require of my life? And so if you have no standards to operate off of, if you have no commitments that you have uh, made and are willing to make to you and those important to you, how can you ever expect your identity to be established and you comfortable with it? I don't know that you can. Wow. Yeah. And so, what do you think causes folks, and if this is too broad of a question, just stop me. Again, we're having fun and getting to know each other. But to me, what do you think is causing this crisis of identity? Um, in our society today? And first of all, maybe, maybe you don't even agree with that. Do you? I mean, do you agree with it? And what do you think are some of the uh, pauses? Yeah, I struggle with it, Reggie. I struggle with
1: it. Um, what's that syndrome that they say uh, when, you, when you get very successful or when you have a lot of success and you have a syndrome that you feel Imposter. like? Imposter. Imposter syndrome, right? I think this kind of hits a little bit closer to yeah. because, man, I feel it. I feel it sometimes. I feel that uh, you know, I get I get text messages, I get emails after working with a company, and praising me how much I've impacted them and how yeah. much I've done for them. And I feel like, man, you know, I, I struggle with that identity of maybe becoming someone that has a major influence on somebody yeah. in the reaping industry, right? Um, and yeah, you, you hit it, man. And self-awareness maybe social awareness is mm-hmm. what you're talking about i really really try to work on i really try to push others to really focus on self-awareness yep. true self-awareness true identity i think it comes up yep. and then um you know social awareness how other people are feeling and then i think it all comes stem from communication skills but man i'm I, I i am constantly trying to work on that myself uh, so right
0: one of the things that i tell people and I, I don't I love your comment on this. You cannot have an identity that you hope for until you commit to standards you live in. Let me say that again. You cannot you cannot have an identity you hope for if you refuse to leave the stand, live the standards required to be there. And I think there, Mark, lies the rub. You know, we talk about, we think about, we're told how to be, what our identities should be, look like based upon our gifting and skills. But we just don't commit. We just, you know, we just like think randomly we can wake up and all of these you know uh people are looking at us thinking oh well what a great person he is approving us and you know uh, you know wanting to be around us and the fact of the matter is until we learn to commit to the requirements of that identity being established it's a waste of time do you find people who lack commitment in the work that you're doing
1: oh my gosh man it's yeah yeah
0: one of the biggest problems we have is
1: um maybe not lack the commitment but lack the consistency of the commitment um you know how they want it short term like i was talking about earlier but yeah they lack the commitment they lack uh the discipline yeah. uh, they, they lack the sometimes again they almost sometimes lack the spark plug they lack the motivation to do it yeah. um, they lack the why we talked about a little bit earlier how the why is kind of thrown around a lot maybe yeah. they lack the why and Um, Or maybe they think that money is the why, external factors, a lot of external factors thinking the money is the why. Hey, I have no problem with money, right? Mm -hmm. I have no problem with money. I I do have a problem with money if it's not used in a proper way to get me fulfilled. Like I I want money just with the best of them, but I I wanna use the money towards things that fulfill me. right? I wanna, I I wanna at some point be able to Build you know, orphanages in Mexico, right? Like my mentor Paul Hatter, I want to do these things because that's going to bring me happiness. So yeah, the money's the tool. So money's not a problem. I don't have a problem with that. I yeah. understand that people go after it. Um, but it's a tool, just like everything else. And like Adam Sand would say, it, it takes adoption of all the disciplines and it takes adoption of all the things in order to make that tool successful,
0: right? Yeah. So what I'm hearing from you, kind of as we start wrapping up here, is something I hope for as well. We're calling on people to raise the standard of their life personally, professionally, just get better. And so sometimes the just get better does not resonate. And so that's why I encourage people to get in touch with marks and to get in touch with Rivas, and get in touch with different people who can help you be accountable and teach you how to raise standard. Listen, what i found out about my life was this the 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 every time i put myself on an island by myself i lost the ability to resource from anybody beyond what i had myself and i just run out of juice at times and so being put into an environment like you guys build and hopefully some of the things i'm doing with folks it just gives them additional resource it gives them an opportunity to go like you know what kind of brings us back to what we we're talking about at first you know can somebody else speak into my life that can redeem my time and give me the opportunity to do better things than uh than I had hoped for uh and have accomplished today? I I'm gonna I'm gonna stop now and just to ask you, is there something on your heart in particular as we close this thing off you wanna share? If not, it's cool, but I want to give you some a minute or two if you want to just to talk. Now
1: a few things popped in my head and it's actually one of your uh, well, Listen to a lot of things that you you put out there, by the way, um, and it actually was one of your your things from the SRC summit. I want to congratulate you because you communicate so well your past experiences and in your past failures for me to even feel it internally. I feel yeah. it like, and it prevents me from. And not wanting to go, in uh, am not to mess up. Yeah. Like, it, it makes me feel like, man, I, I lived through your failures, or I lived through your tragedies. So, like, I already know that I don't, I'm not going to go that way. Like, and that's where I need to get better at. I, I, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. I made um, errors in the roofing industry. And my goal every single day is get one percent better at being able to communicate that to people, so they don't have to deal with that. So that's my that's my you know maybe my little thirty second of fame is yeah hey listen to people like you uh hopefully listen to people like me that yep. speak our bad experiences into you so you don't create that uh, those same outcomes that i, I did so and that's all i gotta say but I, Look, I, man,
0: I i think you're describing the ability to nourish people with the crumbs of your life you use the word crumbs later dude if i can take chunks of my life at this age in the season of my life and just deposit it into somebody else knowing that it's going to help them alter and go a different direction to find a higher level of standard, elevate the way that they're living for them and their family and the company they are with. It's all worth it to me. It's all worth it to me. And so what? I've, I mean, I've done some embarrassing things and I, I I mean, some of that stuff haunts me still. But the fact of the matter, what helps me get past the haunt, if you will, is when I'm able to break my life up and to feed other people with it so that they do just what you just said I, listen i just i'm gonna close with this I've, I've been reading a book by dan sullivan uh and i mean you know this guy he, he, and he's written a book called 10x is easier than 2x and one of the things that he says in this book is there he calls it the 4c formula and i'm gonna leave the i'm gonna leave the podcast with this guys So there's four things that he talks about elevating and committing to specific standards that help your identity become stronger and more committed. He calls them this. He says, number one, it's commitment. You see, if you lack commitment, you're going to lack ambition enough to drive where you're supposed to or need to be. The second thing he says is you've got to have courage. (laughs) You have got to summons up enough courage to take action. The third thing he says is capa- our, our cap- capability. Sometimes that's you don't have enough to get where you're needing to go. So you need influence and impact in your life that Reva and hopefully people like me and some other people can provide you to enhance and enlarge your capacity. And the final thing he talks about is confidence. We just, We have failed, we have failed miserably at times. And sometimes we've got, Mark, what I call this flinch factor. It's just like, we get to that point where we're excited and we wanna run and dash into something, but we just remember our mind runs back to things we've tried before, we failed, and we've just lost confidence. So if you're listening to this podcast today, I want you to be of good cheer because there's an opportunity to take what you've heard today, apply it to your life, and gradually over time, become more advanced in the way you think, in the way you behave mark thank you so much for this time today i appreciate what you guys are doing at reva i appreciate the testimony of your life and the willingness that you have to pour into others and i'm looking for us i'm looking forward to getting to know you guys better and to partnering together to co-labor to reach out and touch the uh and some of the needs of others yeah wait man i can't wait form good habits and become their slave Yeah, absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for being with us today. I I know this has enriched your life. Share this podcast with other people. I think that they're going to have an opportunity to learn as you've learned and we can together advance our lives going forward. Thank you and have a great day.